Kia ora, hi my, and welcome to Pack Mentality, a New Zealand Malifaux podcast focused on competitive play for Weird's Malifaux Third Edition. Today we are joined by your hosts, Mike and Hamish. Hello everyone, Grizzled Grog Dog here, Michael. I am joined by my co-host Ham Dog. How's it going, my friend? Good, good, mate. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Unfortunately, we are not joined this time by Brendan. We were due to record, and then his throat decided to rebel, which um, will leave the insinuations of what that might be for everyone else to think about. Um, so we're going to persevere and uh, go through a couple of upgrades today. From the other side, we play a little bit of these factions, uh, being Bayou and Neverborn, but we don't play a lot. We mainly see them across from the table. So the first thing we would just want to, I guess, offer up to any potential listeners if this is your favorite faction, we won't maybe know all of the intricacies, but we're saying what we see it from across the table and when we're playing it to a, I guess, more casual level, what we like to use these upgrades for. Um, so we'll uh, we'll kick off with uh, Team Gremlin, the, the Bayou faction. Um, again, going through those generic upgrades. So the first one let's look at is Inferiority, the inferiority Complex. Uh, I'm suspecting most Gremlins can't pronounce that either, so... <laughs> Give you some slack. Um, our model gains Ruthless, so we ignore Terrifying and Manipulative. We gain Swagger, so whenever we walk, if we don't have Focus, we get Focus plus one. And if we're a minion, we gain Bully. And if we have Bully and we target models that cost less than us, we can add any one suit of our choice to our final duel total. These are all very kind of different. They're pointing in different directions. Um, ruthless and Swagger might make you think that you want a pretty sort of fighty model, I would imagine. But then you walking to gain focus, which we don't normally think of as particularly uh, efficient. Uh, but we do see this still sometimes showing up on models like Ophelia 1 when they just want that little bit of extra efficiency to make sure they can get line of sight before they, they take a shot. Um, so if you do have a master where there is a bit of extra value in taking and resolving the walk action, you can get a bit of value from that here. Now, Bully is, I think, the odd one out because it's a minion-only ability, and Bully stipulates you want to target things that are cheaper than you. So you were kind of looking for expensive minions to bully smaller minions, usually, or maybe enforcers. Not something that often comes up in Malifaux, to be honest. Um, this faction isn't one which has something like a mature Nephilim. You do have Warpigs, where I've experimented with it once before because they have a suit on every trigger. So you've got four different suits, and you can bake an armor-piercing, for example, which I know uh, a lot of Bayou players uh, suggest that they struggle with. Um, so you've got whatever trigger you need, but you do also now have an 11 Soulstone minion with basically no defensive tech. Um, <laughs> if you want to put all your eggs in one basket. I mean, it does also have Ruthless and Swagger, so that's kind of cute, but... It's not something I could competitively recommend, but it is fun if you want to give it a spin. Um, definitely yeah. a glass cannon build there. Most definitely, as all good pig builds should be, I suppose. Um, when it yeah. comes to um, Swagger, one of the really cute interactions I've discovered and had a lot of fun with is with Zoraida 2. So Zoraida 2 has an ability front of card when she would resolve a general action. She can discard a card or two cards, to make one or two other models in her keyword do the same thing. Now, if she's got this upgrade, then obviously taking walk gives her focus. And if the model that you would ask to also walk also has this upgrade, then they gain focus. So that can be very action efficient. You walk her, discard one card, 
two models get to walk and they both gain a focus. Um, there are a couple of decent models in her uh, crew which do have decent damage tracks and they like their focus. If you're a McTavish player, you've got him, but I think everyone mainly looks at... First mate. The first mate, bad juju. Even, honestly, the Kurgan would like be okay with it. A free focus is great, and you kind of want to position those expensive models for cheap, which is where um, Zoraida gets a little bit of value. It is unfortunate that Ruthless usually doesn't help her because her willpower is ridiculous um, already, but maybe the manipulative part of it might come into play and having the ability to get... Um, have focus and get around manipulative means she can bully people with that one three five stunned attack. Um, so I have enjoyed it there as well. Um, have you seen it crop up in any other places, Hamish? Yeah, I see it a lot on the whiskey golem because he has the bonus action nimble, which is take a walk action. True. So you just True. bonus. He doesn't have another bonus, I believe. So he just literally uses his bonus, which is doing anyway and you get a focus out of it because it is the walk action so even in combat you can be like nimble and then gain a focus and then just start swinging he holds it very well yeah i also see it a lot in the ophelia on um her swordsman idiot rammy rammy does rammy play GG4? Does he see play these days? Well, <laughs> you've asked me a hard question. Yeah. Does crit. I, I, I know that since his Not Rami. Rami's the expert shot boy. Oh, Rami, yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, France, France, something or other. Trying to be Francisco, yeah? Francois? I think so. Yeah, He's yeah. Francois, all these French <laughs> words. Um, <laughs> we in New Zealand have a storied relation with the French. Um, much love to any French listening, of course. But um, I digress. It's not going also, to bad. So Francois the Swordsman, yes, the rework with the um, rapid reaction crit, basically, is what I read it as. He gets crits and stuff, right? Yeah, it also gives him uh, Ruthless and Swagger, so it's an easy focus for him. It's an easy way to get around him having only Willpower 5. So and his, his bonuses are decent enough, so he doesn't need the additional stuff. So yeah, I find it on him a lot more as well because he loves the extra focus, even though he's maybe not seen as much since the uh, the errata to him. Uh, but yeah, those, those are the two main places that I, I see inferiority complex, and then obviously as a Reza player, I see it a lot against me, where they're just like, here are my two beta models, they both have inferiority complex. Because I need them to smack stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna I was actually gonna build on that and suggest that as an upgrade, this is probably the most utility it provides is when you just suspect there's gonna be more terrifying or manipulative than you can handle. Particularly terrifying where it can be very debilitative to your game plan. Especially um, so, gremlins who have yeah. pretty low to average willpower. But with you... some monstrous attacks if they do get through. So yeah, definitely welcome and in certain circumstances there. Yeah, it can be very, very useful, and it is not an auto-take, which is nice. I don't think any of the bio ones are auto-takes, so it's a good take piece to have. Oh, yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. It is a good take piece. That's that's perfect, and that's why I really like it as an upgrade mechanic. Um, this one, and there's another upgrade which gives Ruthless. I think Rez's might have it as well, right? Oh, yeah, the other one. Yeah, yeah. So I quite like those as those tech ones. Um, um, 
Moving along to our daily dose of caffeine, we have 12 cups of coffee, which is altogether far too many cups of coffee. Um, not recommended for human not, consumption. Not recommended for human consumption. But you will make a diversion if you drink that many. Um, it's literally on the card. Diversion, enemy models within four cannot declare bonus actions. This is gold. If this, if this um, upgrade, I feel like, only had this text, it would still sometimes be very good. It mostly um, it, only has that text. Yeah. I mean, we'll read the other text, but that's the main text. Um, you do also get a little cheeky tactical action. Mark territory. Remove all nearby ski markers within three. Within three. And you gain a focus for each one removed. Um, and if you're a minion, you get twitchy. But after an enemy model ends within six, you can move up to one. Cool. Uh, twitchy used to be silly before they nerfed it back in March 2020. Now it's whatever. It's fine. It's not great. Uh, mark territory. I feel like will... it, it used to be anytime it moved, yeah, right? Any model, any yeah. model ends activation. So across the table, you're like moving your Malifaux rat, and the Silurid's like yoink. <laughs> gets a one inch move, yeah, which yeah, yeah. coupled with things like stealth and butterfly jump were just infuriating. So uh, there's a reason they changed that. Um, uh, as I was saying for Mark Territory, I think this is a utility action which will crop up sometimes. I feel like this isn't the reason you purchase this upgrade, but there is something to be said for in the early game, because um, you're often putting it onto quite brawly fighting models for diversion purposes. But in the early game, I feel like if you don't have a great bonus action, you can set this up with other models. So I have seen um, Martucket, both 1 and 2, for example, with this upgrade, when they don't feel like they have a lot to do in the early game, they may just decide to remove a scheme marker, maybe two that were set up by friendly models, and they just get a little bit of extra focus. It won't be the most efficient way of getting focus, but it is an option to do it, and so it can be relevant at times. Uh, and it could probably be clutch at times to deny scoring, and people maybe forget that this really is there. But um, as we mentioned, diversion is like the main reason you take this. You put it on a big fighty model, you go and smash people, and it's good fun. They can't really get their bonuses. There's a reason why stunned is such a brutal condition, and it's mainly because you can't take your bonus actions. Um, this doesn't let you take a bonus as a standard action. At all. You just can't yeah. declare bonus actions. So if you've got your, I've got your back to maybe pull out Lord Cooper, um, if you're standing there brawling with Lord Cooper and the guy who's got that, sorry, not for you. And Lord Cooper can't use Foulmouth Motivation either, so he literally does nothing. So there's a lot of variety in, in how this will show up. Um, there's a lot of ways it's going to screw over efficient crews, because the most efficient crews will have fantastic bonus actions. And a 4-inch aura is very big when you consider some of the models that want to wear this. Um, we've mentioned Martaka 2. You can look at um, the Clampets 2, both big 50 mil brawling models with good armor values kind of annoying to get through and then you add on a four inch aura around that 50 mil base uh, it gets very silly very quickly i think you also see this on models like brewmaster 2 as well a lot of the masters who want to be anywhere near your opponent this is just beautiful the, and the really main annoying. one i see on is zip one coupled zip. with his yep boring conversation aura so walking into that when you're like anything that is not a walk action you have to pass boring conversation on True. the one downside to zip holding this is he's size one so it's very easy to block line a sight to him and True. then just be like do what i want 
I don't care. So, yeah. I don't care about you. Um, but yeah, it, it can be very annoying when you're trying to deal with Zip, who is often in your face or very close to, and you're just like, okay, I need to get past Zip. And then suddenly you're in his boring conversation and diversion, and you're like, my efficiency is gone. Help. I had cards. I had actions. I have neither now. Yeah. And, and interestingly enough, bringing up the Zip example, I know boring conversation is great. Um, he doesn't actually have a natural way to remove ski markers that I'm aware of because he doesn't even have free loot. Unlike his keyword, mark territory is a way for him to remove ski markers. He can't even interact, so it's even better. So so yeah, like, not only does 12 cups of coffee make him a menace in all the right ways, but it also gives him... Ah, he also has chatty. Uh, Yeah, he's got chatty as well, sure, because screw everyone. (laughs) But uh, yeah, as I was saying, it, it gives you a genuine way to actually make the ski marker text relevant um yeah wherever that shows up so it it gives him an option to pick up schemes if you will yeah because he can't naturally take the interact action Uh, and it only needs a four it only needs a four which is great for showboating you've got a four in your hand you happily speculate on a market territory and be like cool well i guess i'm gonna get like maybe a focus for this as well and then draw a card you focus and deny you whatever you're trying to set up for um, what's like the one where you have to drop two scheme markers near a non-minion? Snare and snare. And snare. Gold these days. In GG4, um, all the old detonate charges back in back in Pepperidge Farm remembers <laughs> way back when. Uh, I miss detonate charges. Um, okay, well, Hamdog, I think we'll go ahead and talk about our third and final upgrade. Okay, the most important thing we need to know about this upgrade is it has four bits of text, not just three. So all the upgrades in the game except for this have three, and this one has four. Um, and I find Only that because very, it's an very beautiful. Absolute meme. It's a meme. <laughs> so two gremlins in a ghillie suit. Just picture that for a second. We gain the following abilities: gremlin on your head, plus one size. Disguised, you can't be targeted by charge. Demise, I'm done with this. After you die, you get a Bayou gremlin out there with his pipe and a rifle and a dream. Um, and if you're a minion, you also get a tiny little pistol. It's not a great pistol, but to be honest, if you're putting you don't, on a minion, the gremlin gets the gremlin true, just the gremlin out gets from the ghillie suit just shoots. Yeah, bang. Yeah, <laughs> bang. Um, and I think that sidearm is better than the Bayou gremlin's rifle I as well. I sure. think it is. It's like multiple stats better and probably a better track. So that's very thematic and and beautiful. This this upgrade is both a meme, but uh, also sorry. The bio really gremlins good. have a boomstick. Yeah, a boomstick. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I think the boomstick has better range, but pretty good. Advantages for first defense one, two, three, or something. One, two, three, and you have like a chance to hurt yourself or something. Yeah, bio <laughs> is bio. It's just the kicks. Like, um, so this this is a funny upgrade, as most of the bio faction is. But there is also some genuine utility here. Uh, firstly. Just adding disguise could be very powerful in some matchups. If you imagine, for example, I don't know, say your opponent's declared uh, Nakima 1, and you know they want to charge a lot, you've got a target that she's probably going to charge multiple times, pretty good to have disguised. Um, a lot of crews have stuff in them that want to charge, and this cuts some of that efficiency down. So this is the main single point of difference where it's actually quite nice. The plus one size gets really interesting when you start looking at models that care about the size of friends in relation to themselves and we mainly think about 
ride with me, for example, or fly with me. If you were to put two gremlins in a ghillie suit onto an iron skeeter, for instance, now it's size 4 and it can transport Mancharoja around, it could transport another iron skeeter around, or anything else you have size 3. Um, I think it's a similar process with uh, Gracie. And Gracie, yeah. Are there any other Ride With Me models in, in Bayou? I'm, I can't quite remember at the moment, but I have put it on Gracie before just to experiment and see how that works. Her being able to pull around Old Major was really cool because it um, gave her free ramps. Gracie. It's just Gracie. Just Gracie. I mean, just Gracie. Gracie doesn't see a lot of play, but if you're going to play her, give her disguised and put a gremlin on her head. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because the only fly with me model is Iron Skeeter as well. Yeah. But there are a lot of um, size three models. So, again, if you're getting that Iron Skeeter and giving it size four, Mancha Roger is a good example, but there's other things in the faction you may be interested in. Yeah. Um, it also helps for stuff like uh, going back to Zoraida. When she arcs through, if you're a size larger, it helps getting over stuff as well. Uh, it helps to be seen, mm-hmm. but also it, it it's kind of a double-edged sword, I find, sometimes, where if <clears throat> your opponent has a lot of shooting, you don't want to be a size larger, but yeah. if you're up against, like, Resurrectionist or uh, Nekama, like, absolutely slap this on. They're going to want to charge you eventually and if you're just if you can deny that extra attack it adds a lot of tempo to you especially if you have stuff like um scamper or twitchy and you can just scoot out of their engagement and suddenly they're just like turn wasted pretty much that's that's why disguised is such a powerful ability and i think the more you can maximize disguised it's going to add value to this um, the gremlin on your head part is cute, but it's not the reason you buy this. It's just an add-on, unless you're really getting janky with that fly-with-me stuff. Um, if you wanted to get super janky and build the biggest thing in the game, you can um, you can do that with Bad Juju. Bad Juju, put a gremlin on his head, and then Zoraida makes some plus-one size with Witch's Brew. And I'm pretty sure he gets to size six at that stage, which, which, coupled with planted roots, is like the biggest screw you to up we go in the game. Just like, no, I'm not going anywhere, and you're three stats lower than me. Leave me and my leafy appendages alone. I'm here to, to bash people in. I, I did see someone do that to see over the size five forests. <laughs> it actually came up. In Vessel, yeah. came up. They're like, yeah. uh, do this, and they're like, you can't do that, and they're like, bad juju is size six, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> Amazing. So Ryder like arced through Juju across a across a forest. I'm actually so happy to hear that's a thing which happened. Um so like I say, it's a meme, but hidden within the meme there is some genuine value here in this one. Um and so my personal usage for this, I quite like it on the first mate just because disguise, butterfly jump, and stealth are really nasty. It does make him very expensive. He's I think he becomes 11 stone models in keyword at that stage. That's not a cheap model. Um, Basically unkillable at that point, right? Well, he dies. I still get him killed a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's If someone really wants him dead, right? But like with stones, with stealth, with with disguise, with butterfly, he he just runs around to people. It, it It is powerful if probably too expensive most of the time but it is powerful and against certain types of crew where they don't have great tech answers to it it can Mm. be absolutely infuriating and the first mate can just run away with the game especially if you can top him up with a little bit of healing for those little bits of damage which do get through every now and then 
It just means that then they really need to somehow get a sequence of movement and attacks together to um, threaten him. And his stats aren't terrible anyway, so he's always got a chance to dodge. I therefore have enjoyed it quite a bit on him. Not sure if it's worth 11 stones, but it's, it's a heck of a lot of fun. Um, so I think... Wow. Speaking about Bayou makes me so excited. I really need to play them this GG. <laughs> um, so put me down as will experiment with Bayou. I that thought you were going to play in the New Year's one as Bayou. And I, then should you, have. I should then have. You Insta-locked Explorer Society. Yeah. I was sad. We're, we're referencing the um, the first Vassal event this year for, for general open play, uh, in which we picked our standard factions, and I, I, I picked my beloved like Explorers. Idiots. But looking at this, I could have bought two copies of two Gremlins in a ghillie suit every game and had a grand old time, um, and maybe even won some games. You would have had and a great time, man. The best part about playing Bayou is I can hire Bo Fishbocker every game, not just with Maxine. So that <laughs> Go sounds, away! It sounds like a great time. Um, Get that Bayou. little fishing idiot out of my face. Hey, he's just earning his upkeep, right? Someone taught him to fish for life. They didn't give him a yeah, fish, yeah, they so... taught him. <laughs> didn't. They should have just given him a fish. Yeah, should have just given him. We would have all been safe from the shenanigans. Um, <laughs> he would have died right? of hunger somewhere in the bayou yeah. and wouldn't have to deal with them. But now yeah. someone taught him how to fish and he's exactly. I'm stuck with them. Now we're stuck with it's very, them. Very upsetting. Oh, right. We've had far too much fun. It's time to get evil, dark, and twisted. Let's talk about, I think, the, the Neverborn upgrades. Why don't you run us uh, through the first one there, Hamish? Oh, everyone's favorite ancient pact. This model gains the following. Avoid Doom. After this model flips the Black Joker, it may discard the Black Joker without any effect and flip a new card in its place. Ill Omens plus one. This crew increases the value of its initiative by plus one. If this model is a minion, it gains the following ability. Nefarious Pact. At the end of this model's activation, it may draw a card. All of this is gas. All of this is great. And this, I see this way too often. Oh yes, this is the damn upgrade. It is the auto pick. <laughs> it is the auto pick among all auto picks. I guess uh, we we want to break it down as to it's why. It's, I mean, it's all yeah. good, like you say, it's all yeah. good. But yeah. we'll start at the beginning. Avoid doom on your master. No black jokers will ever affect this idiot ever again. Your master is safe from failing literally anything That's for the rest so of good. the game. Uh, nutty. It is nutty. Ill Omens plus one. Your initiatives are plus one. Small note, this does not act like a pass token, which is after initiative. This is during initiative. So the way initiative works, for those who don't know, is if you both flip the same number, uh, your pass tokens check after you have resolved your flip, uh, after you've resolved to not cheat. Yeah. So if you both flip the same number, the attacker has to cheat first and pass tokens don't affect that but if you both flip the same number and you have ill omens you're at one plus immediately so it's a very good way to push through uh initiative basically you can guarantee yourself initiative very easily with two of these you get plus two especially on something like uh nekima where you want the initiative or with uh dreamer or any of them, basically. Marcus is another good option, where you have a good minion that carries this. Yeah, you just always kind of want it because you win initiative. 
Well, you have the choice of initiative if you want it. And the last one, if it's minion, it gains Nefarious Pact. Nefarious Pact is great if you just want to chill out or are burning through cards. This is a nice way to refill. It's nothing to write home about, but on top of everything else, it become your minion beta model like the pre-nerf Sabertooths from Marcus's crew held these very well. Now that they've been yeah. nerfed, not so much, I believe. They're a little bit more squishy and a lot more casual. Yeah. Very we easily caught now. We see those cats a lot less now, which is, yes. which is good Holy for all, all respectable individuals. Um, the one, yeah. the thing that's so interesting for me with this one, because a lot of the upgrades we see, the real gas part is the minion text. Now, Nefarious yeah. Pact is good, but the fact you get Avoid Doom and Ill Omens on anyone is so good. Um, and the fact that this hasn't been touched by nerf, uh, by uh, nerfed by weird, when things like medical training and and such have been, um, I wouldn't say that this is broken, but it's very strong as currently printed. Um, and so that's why I've always seen two copies in every crew I ever play against in in Neverborn. I'm struggling to think of a time I've seen only one, though there may be instances. Um, I can't think of it. Maybe now. Neverborn Marcus might not bring two of them, and maybe Inhuman instead. But possibly, possibly, yeah, you're right. I not guess, sure. Um, yeah, one of the the curious things about this one is when do you decide to pop it on a minion? Like, which which minions do you see commonly holding this one? Uh, stuff in the backline a lot of the time. Um, I see it sometimes in Dreamer. They give it to the like the little backline summons. Um, not the stitched. I think they are. Where daydream? I think it might be the daydream. The little support guys, right? Mm, I think so. They go on something in the back line. I depends on the the person playing. I've seen them on stitched. I've seen them on daydreams. Okay. Um, where they just chill out in the back. They do their support things. Uh, in the turn, draw a card. You know, and they've got, and then their support doesn't fail. So if they're like, uh, what's I think it's take by the hand. The daydreams have take by the hand or something to that extent, where they lead nightmare. I think it is. It's it's yeah. kind of like a a way to move models around, which is nice, especially for a cheap support model. Yeah, they have they have lead nightmare. They are insignificant daydreams, but with this, you still need a five to lead. But I've seen I have seen it on them where you just like you're not gonna go out of your way for a daydream because they have. Incorp and their three stones and their insignificance and they're never scoring your opponent anything. Um, yeah. The other one is Alps, but don't really see it on these ones. It's more on the the stitched. I see it a lot yeah. on the stitched. Well, I mean that's the nightmare keyword, right? I guess in in a keyword you're probably a bit more familiar with the the return. Yeah, I, yeah. You often see one of these on the the. Urn the urns, bearers, right? yeah. The urn bearers, ancient if... urn bearer pact unlocked. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the few crews where I don't think you'd see two of them. Okay, but it's maybe a good run on the yeah on the urns. But a lot of people have moved off from the double urn builds. Okay, because they find that they drop off horrendously, yeah. and one is probably better. Yeah, and then you put in human reflexes on the sword, and you just zippity uh, zip through your opponents. I think for me, 
the best usage of this on a minion is actually not a a, a native uh, neverborn model but it's the guild lawyer when you when you're playing lucius and you pop this on because avoid doom if you're trying to get a clutch um obey of course obey, yeah. but, but even their bonus action where you're handing out shielded because you're often baking in quick reflexes or surge and it's really mm. important for your card flow and then so the ability to just not black joker at that critical juncture um is real nice ill omens is just passively generating value and then nefarious pack just adds even more card advantage on top of that so i've seen ancient pact on lawyers to like fantastic effect i've even seen it crop up on a couple of changelings here and there um they're also cheap annoying models to deal with they've got so many rules that say you can't attack me for a four stone model making them only a six stone model um they are killable if you get your hands on them but it's quite hard to do that so i have seen them doing some really cute things in that space um really interesting upgrade there's a lot yeah. going on with this and it's very powerful but you still have to make some decisions as to who's holding it unlike say magical training which is like find the human minion <laughs> yeah 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 and now yeah. for the bottom of the barrel if that was the top of the barrel <laughs> yeah yeah eldritch magic uh-oh uh, this model gains the following ability they stole this from reva final veil after another model is killed within uh, six this model heals one it gains dispel magic six inch range stat six versus willpower uh, 10 of 12, and one condition on the target. If it's a minion, it gains Counterspell. Enemy models within 6 must each discard a card to declare triggers during opposed duels with this model. I have genuinely never seen this taken. Yeah, the the point I made on Ancient Pact where the minion ability is like, okay, like, the Counterspell's great. Why is it minion only? If, um, if, if Dispel Magic and Counterspell were swapped suddenly yeah. this like oh my god it's a card this counter is spell is the standard ability in uh magical training right correct correct yeah and that's why it's, it's nice to throw that on like your master because you just get like um a little bit of extra ways to annoy opponents during those duels here it's only on a minion i mean yeah how often are your minions having critical duels where you're trying to deny triggers with opponents like most of the time it's dying in one yeah. or three hits most, um, most of the time your opponent goes i can kill you in two hits anyway no yeah and it kind of it 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 feels clunky because counterspell is when you're up up in the guts of it and maybe that's where final veil works but then dispel magic's doing nothing for you so it's very peculiar and yeah minion... if, if your beta model is taking an ap yeah. to dispel magic they're mm. normally the model that has the condition on them for sales, right? Exactly. And this is an attack action, so you can't even target yourself with it. It's true. Yep, it's an attack action. I think, honestly, to me, the only bit of text on this card which has any relevancy is the final veil, and that's very niche. Uh, and the reason I say that is because... Reva's I, keyword, which is it, where it yeah, becomes a lot better. Over from Reva's keyword, where it's better, yes. Where, um, but, where but Reva I, has, like sacrificial corpses everywhere <laughs> correct just people dying left and right it's just always just like a pandemic um which is a little bit less so in purple but i have heard some sources lead me to believe if your opponent is playing something like ophelia where there's little children running around dying or you're against um some specific types of ghosts like maybe maybe to some extent your army but the big one is uh plague so if your opponent has um hamlin and there's lots of rats running around dying suddenly final veil 
starts to actually possibly give a lot of value, especially if those are bubble-based crews, so Hamlin being very bubble-based. So I have it under authority. Some people like to put this on a big centerpiece model like the Mysterious Emissary to keep his health topped up as things get murked. If he uses his multiple blast attacks, for example, he can remove multiple rats and do a bunch of healing. I haven't seen it myself, but when and I ask some of our... roots, right? Yeah, he's got planted roots, so it helps. But yeah, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I when I put my feelers out to say, hey, does anyone ever use this ever? Some people said, eh, one in a hundred games. It has some value in those very niche little interactions. So I guess it's between this and Ancient Pact, it's kind of swings and roundabouts. One year. Well, it's, it's probably the reason why Ancient Pact has never yeah. been used with yeah. because they look yeah. Aldrich and they're like, <laughs> scales like, balanced. Imagine if we took away AP and then um, Eldritch Magic stayed as is. It'd be a big kick in the teeth. Uh, purple Enjoyers. The Purple Enjoyers already having their ke- teeth kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move off of the Abomination and on to Inhuman Reflexes. Yes. This model gains the following abilities. Blade Rush. When this model takes the charge action, it can move through other models. Any models move through in this way suffer one damage. Scamper. After an enemy model within six cheats fate, this model may push up to two inches in any direction after resolving the current action or ability. If this model is a minion, it gains the following ability, Mobile Warrior. This model may declare the charge action while engaged. This is a very good, very useful uh, upgrade. I like this one a lot. I see it a lot, but I don't see it auto all the time. Which is where I think... I like my upgrades to be. I would agree. So the main place I see this is obviously Nekima herself. Nekima one, uh, where she just slices and dices and has two inch engagement and is an absolute pain to deal with and gets all up in your face and suddenly every time she charges through you she does blade rush damage and then has a min three attack on you. The uh, I also think she can charge multiple times. Yeah, she can. Frenzy charge. Yeah, frenzy charge. So you're taking, if you're engaged, you're with taking flight. at least three yep. with flight. Yep. And she's got a big base, so there's every chance she gets lots of models as she zips her way through and slaps people. Real good. Yeah, and then if you cheat, she can just push out or push yeah. towards where she needs to and keep going. Or if you're trying to hunt her down and you're cheating and she's like, Passing off with her two-inch engagement and just like, oh, you have one-inch engagement? Well, I'm just going to keep you within two outside of one. You may walk now. You may now take the walk action. Yeah. yeah. I like this on Castle's Totem, Yeah, which can charge regardless of where it is. Marathine. Marathine, yeah. and only has one attack anyway, so it being able to charge twice in an activation actually does damage. Um... I used to see this on the Sabretooth. Again, the Sabretooths. The old Sabretooths. The old I used ones. to see it on the old boys. The, the yeah. old boys. Wait, wait, uh, hang on. Just just running back there for a sec. For Marathine, he only... Doesn't he only swing once a turn? He only swings... He can only attack once a turn. Oh, but you can take... No, but he doesn't have Frenzy Charge, right? So you can't Blade Rush twice. No, no. Uh, you can... On Castle 2, he has a trigger to make him charge. Uh, that's the spice. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. the spice. I, I, I catch up. I catch up. 
Yeah. Sorry, not once on his activation. Yeah. It's it's he charges, swings, does his min two or whatever. Yeah. And then Castor makes him charge again. And because he's never encountered as engaged and cannot be engaged, he just is like, whoop. I guess I'm charging. Yes, yeah. I'm charging. Yeah, that one slipped through because um through my peripherals, because whenever I read Castor, I just read three, four, five with double blasts, and I'm like, stat, stat seven, three, <laughs> four, seven, five. Reach two, heal, eat everything. I am Malasaurus Rex on crack. <laughs> Absolute crack. Um, I have heard, again, this is what I heard, that Inhuman Reflexes also has some play on Gerion, which are minions that allegedly exist in Malasaurus Edition. Um, yes, so if you have not seen Garyon, like me, I've never seen them on the table, even though I'd play against some Savage players Phil, who, who play Savage quite, quite a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, so Garyon are big, bruisey brawler guys who have 2-inch reach and extended reach specifically. Extended reach and scamper are quite annoying. Uh, Blade Rush is helpful to help top up their damage, of course, and being a minion, mobile warrior, yeah, okay, that's pretty decent. So you're able to charge even if they get within an inch of you because they play around Scamper, for example, you can still charge, and you can still charge through them to chip them for damage, and then tie up multiple enemies with your 2-inch reach. Because you charge through, yeah. Yep, and you've got your Scamper now up available, you've got extended reach. Um, Being that it's within the Savage keyword, you've got all of those cool Ice Pillar shenanigans with healing. Uh, They probably have hard to kill as well, if I had to hazard a guess. Uh, Without looking at their card right now, I shall in fact type it so I don't... Hard to kill. fool. The old um, ways, hard to kill. Hard, hard to kill. Yep. So there's a lot of defensive layers here. And when you pull all of those together with extended reach specifically, comboing it with your scamper, it starts to look quite fun quite quickly. Now, this does make him the same price as a mature Nephilim uh, at, at 10 stones, but he does have a 3, 4, 6, stat, six attack. That's that's a good attack. And like the triggers are not irrelevant either. Um, so this, I do, I can see why some people say that this is a model which likes to have inhuman reflexes on it. I can definitely buy that argument. Um, yeah, because you can charge through your own guys as well, so it becomes very hard to it does, top yeah. block your uh, yourself. And that's one of the big complaints or, or weaknesses, limitations. Of savage, say, yeah. Of savage, all your big 50 mil stompers, you're playing giants and they're running around and they're a bit clunky, but if some of them can charge through each other... I mean, that starts to look a lot better at your unpack and actually getting into the melees that you wish to be in. So, Yeah, especially if your opponent's cheating and you can then scamper out of the way of the next idiot. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, So I haven't seen it and I haven't played it, but I do hear good things about it. Leave engagement just by like, I'm just going to charge this way or charge through you and end up on the outside of your engagement. See ya. I'm out of here, nerd. Out of here, nerd. Particularly powerful again with those two-inch reaches, so you can do your thing and still interact while your opponent cannot. Um, so definitely quite an interesting, um, spicy take there with some relevance to GG4 specifically. I do find it strange that this upgrade borrows uh, Mark Tuckett's keyword native ability, while the previous one we looked at borrowed something from uh, Reva. Yeah. Uh, Neverborn just keep copying everyone's homework instead of coming up with their own stuff, but. Um, Hey, they need all the help they can get, allegedly. 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 <laughs> Supposedly they're struggling. Um, purple tears in the chat. Um, 
Okay, uh, I think we've just about covered this. No doubt Brendan would have added uh, some actual value and some other some other hot, spicy takes to this chat, um, but with his throat out of action for reasons unknown. We don't have to listen to him. We don't. Not only do we not have to listen to him, but we don't have to disprove him and dispel his magic. So um, it was just the two of us today, unfortunately. Um, was there anything else you wanted to uh, to provide us with? Any other hot takes? No, I think uh, I think we've wrapped it up quite nicely. Alrighty. Well, we'll call it there then, guys. We'll be coming back with a little bit of tournament coverage in the not-so-distant future, uh, looking at the top 32 for the Malifaux World Series, which we've been following quite closely. Uh, we will also be looking at New Year's Retribution, which is, as we mentioned earlier, the first event of 2024 mm. on the Malifaux. Something that you and I are playing yes, during. we are playing it. Yes, in 2024 for the Malifaux World Series. Uh, we're currently in round three, I think has just commenced. So um, we will take a, a retrospective look at that tournament. It's our first major tournament with GG4, so having a lot of fun with that. Um, so we'll, we'll come back to you with that. And at some stage, we'll also speak about Outcasts, who allegedly have upgrades, and 10 Thunders as well, who have Hard also to Kill as well. <laughs> have a challenge on Hard to Kill. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they do things with rabbits, or so I'm heard. That's like Sorry. what I've been. Yes, I've heard that rabbits challenge people in the orange faction, and people get upset. <laughs> so we will explore that in a number of weeks from now, um, and hopefully get some some outcast legends to impart their wisdom as to does this faction have upgrades that do not say the word trinket in them? Um, maybe they do. We will find out. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks everyone. Um, and have Thank a good time. you. See you later. Ciao, ciao. Composure, people. We're professionals. Okay. Now you have to cut this out, you fuckwit. By you, he means me. <laughs> <laughs>